0: And I've just created a free guide to help you understand your unique Human Design Blueprint. It's called the Human Design Advantage, and you can get your copy over at forward Advantage.
1: Imagine knowing why you're slowly going into contraction, then use the antidote. You now are able to go past uncomfortable section, not like this, but like this. So you're constantly doing this to evolve and grow, instead of constantly going back on the hamster wheel, moving forward and forward.
0: welcome to the influence by design podcast i'm your host for today samantha riley joined by dr philip Agrios. welcome to the show
1: well thank you so much samantha for having me on it's an honor
0: i'm very excited today we've been following this theme for the entire month around stepping into your power and really showing up as the unapologetic leader so this conversation is going to be absolutely perfect we're talking about sabotaging and the inner saboteur and what's really intriguing to me about this is when we first spoke is that there's only three in you've discovered only three inner saboteurs can you please before we even jump into what we're talking about how did you even come up with this concept or discover this
1: So, it really all started back when I was the king of self sabotage. (laughs) (laughs) I went through a lot of stuff because I used to be a chiropractor and a functional medicine practitioner. My specialty was thyroid and autoimmune, the sick of the sickness. And during the process, as trying to figure out my own practice, why my business wasn't going where I was, why my kids were doing what they were doing, and my patients weren't following my instructions and everything else, uh, I found myself on this journey. And Basically, I was looking, just sitting it out. We're taking all these different gurus, right? And realizing when I took all their information, I was still self-sabotaging myself. And one night, I remember it was pitch dark, late at night, couldn't sleep. Something just told me, you are not being taught something. And I was like, okay, cool. Never thinking I would be on this path for over 30 years and during the process, I was able to discover a six step blueprint that nature uses to come back from her storms. And I realized those six steps were the same six steps that we had to solve any business or, uh, or personal problems. And then I, as I dove even deeper, as I was going through horrific events and different things like that, going, okay, why is this happening to me? What's going mm-hmm. on? I realized that if I took this opposite steps and I put them together, it actually created three basic principles of the universe. This goes into, you know, quantum physics, and it showed how the atoms and the galaxies were governed. And instead of going into that, I mainly focused on human behavior. And then I realized those three principles, I just named them the three traits, same things because we deal with traits in our behavior. And I realized those three traits are within us. They govern us. And the three that I was able to uh, come up with were the director trait, the supplier trait, and the communicator trait. So the audience writes that down, director, communicator, and the supplier traits. And as I started looking at this, I realized they were placed in an order called the personality stress sequence. So when we got stressed out, they would then start a domino effect called the behavior domino effect. (laughs) That would, one thing, once I start with a situation, it would then just trickle into a particular emotion that I would go through. And then I realized those three traits that, were placed in those areas. So I call them the dominant trait, which is your superpower, the mediator trait, and then the saboteur. And when I looked at it, I realized that there are really only six sequences of human behavior. And therefore I realized that there are only really six humans in the world. So those of you who are speakers or do, you know, with work with a lot of people, whether or not you're speaking in front of 1000 people or 30 people, there are only six people in the audience. And imagine, imagine you actually taking and curtailing your speaking, your, your speech, and able to tap, tap into each and every one of those people, so they are now more engaged with you. So mm. that's kind of the story that that i'm sticking to
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's working so i'd stick to it <laughs> so exactly. once, once you discovered these traits how did it specifically affect your life because i'm assuming you used yourself as you know as i like to say as a crash test dummy i use it i say that all the time that you know we have to try these things for ourselves before we can teach them how did right. it, how did it start to change
1: your life so real quick, I um, it all started from a, um, a false accusation from an insurance company uh, that three things were going to happen to me. I was going to jail, I was going to lose my license, and I was going to have to pay back three times back what the insurance companies paid me, and of course, other insurance companies got on that way, uh, bang, bang, bandwagon really quick. And during the process of that huge stress, cause I never did anything illegal. again, it was a false accusation. My father, 71 year old healthy uh, male had been diagnosed with brain cancer. And within mm-hmm. seven months he passed and then I became the primary caretaker of my mom who was always ailing, but uh, I then became the sole health uh, caregiver for her. And then from there, Seven years later, she passed. And during the process, uh, I went through financial ruin. I was then became disabled. I would not practice again. I was told uh, I would never practice because I had a thing called thoracic outlet syndrome, carpal tunnel in both hands. It caused numbness and weakness down both my arms. And I couldn't, I, getting out of bed, I felt like I was walking on glass. And it was my mid my late thirties. And then during that whole process of trying to get through things, I went through a horrific divorce. Uh, 2008 came along, so I lost everything. Uh, my one of my daughters almost committed suicide. They said that my my ex came home ten minutes later. She would have uh, passed, and a lot more. But as I was going through this, it allowed me to really deep dive into seeing that this came up and what was this trait and what was going on with that. And it was just this conglomeration of all these things that allowed me to go deeper and deeper into myself, so that I could be able to really understand. What uh the universe is trying to tell me that was deep inside of me that I needed to impact people that I actually left my practice about six years ago, and now i I do this full time,
0: wow so how can you actually before we start, can you give us a little bit of an overview of how those inner saboteurs or as I've heard some people call them like little itty bitty shitty committees show up and uh play out in our lives so we've got the director uh, let's start with the director
1: okay so basically the saboteur is not there to undermine us it's actually uh-huh. there to protect us from the very success that we seek because if we actually achieve that success subconsciously it would be more painful so mm-hmm. we never get to that point so we stay where we're at so when you start to release your personal professional power and you start to feel uncomfortable that saboteur kicks in to protect you. You're not an idiot or, or you're not, uh, you know, what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just you're going into protection. And reman- imagine going into the point of getting uncomfortable. And that's when the saboteur evolves you. You never get rid of this because it evolves you. And as you, as you evolve, as soon as you start to feel uncomfortable, you start to contract. And depending on where you're at, have you, ever seen this right you get to a point you drop that's your saboteur protecting you but imagine knowing why you're slowly going into contraction understand why then use the antidote which we call the uh, solution to the saboteur it's the exact opposite to the uh, saboteur you now are able to go past uncomfortable section not like this but like Mm -hmm. this so you're constantly doing this to evolve and grow instead of constantly going back on the hamster wheel moving forward and forward so now that we have that understanding, we you never get rid of it. We just teach you how to use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. So a director saboteur is a person who's scattered. They're all over the place. They Chaos helps stimulate the brain. So they got a lot going on. And they'll get 99% done with something and stop and then do something different because it's A lot less painful. Um, If they don't have enough knowledge, they'll freeze. They don't have enough trust in themselves. They don't like really details if they don't like a particular subject. Um, They don't like to be told what to do. They're not really, uh, they don't like to be held responsible or accountable. Now, there are times where then they go to the other extreme, where now they waited to the last minute. Now they're hyper focused and then they have a, a time distortion. Honey, I'll be out in five minutes. Five hours later, they emerge. Uh And then they finally go, okay, I'm done. (sighs) Two days later, and then realize that they didn't time, they didn't, they didn't really organize their time too well. And now they have all this other stuff. And then they go back to over and become scattered. Uh So for the rest of their lives, they're going to be challenged of how to become scattered and over-focus back and forth. And the antidote allows them to become in the middle. So they become more focused so they can stay on the straight and narrow and actually follow through and finish a task. So Mm. that's what a director saboteur does. I don't know if you know anybody like that or the people in the audience Maybe go, yeah, that's me. Or the other person's like, oh, my God, that's my, that's my ex or my spouse or my kid. So that kind of gives you an understanding that when they go into that, they're in a protective mode. They're not there to bust your chops. Well, maybe sometimes. But on a subconscious <laughs> level, they're just doing it because they're trying to protect themselves from you or the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's the director. What about the supplier?
1: So the supplier is a person that overly gives they overly share they overly supply because they feel that they have to and they give their generosity they give their time they actually overly share there's these are the um uh, uh Business owners that give too much, where they'll give something for free away consistently because they don't value themselves as much. And they think by them giving too much and giving things away for free so people can check it out, it actually devalues their product. Now, they will give, but they find out there there is no reciprocity from other people. And they feel bad because they have a hard time saying no. And then they'll go to the other extreme after a while and go, you know, you've taken advantage of me. I'm done being a doorstop, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden what happens is, is they feel guilty and then they go back and overly share. So their opportunity in order to grow and to evolve is to find the balance between giving and taking. Too much giving or take too much uh, take. So that's there. Now, some of them people go, wow, that's really me. Or then we go, you know what? They sound both like me. Now, remember, all three are within you. Mm -hmm. But you do one more uh, more often and usually first. So that's where when we go through our course, we have a five-week live group coaching, uh, mentoring course that depending on where uh, the person's in their their traits, whether or not they're a saboteur or mediator or dominant trait, they can really understand their sequence. Mm -hmm. So now there's the communicator saboteur. A communicator saboteur is a person who over, uh, does not overexpress. They keep to themselves or somewhat reserved. They overthink. They have a hard time uh, disconnecting from a thought or a feeling, and that gets them in trouble. They'll be, give, they'll be happy to give you a long text or a long um, email. But for them to actually verbally give it, you know, verbally express themselves, what happens is they shut down because someone may over talk on them and they don't feel, they don't want to feel stupid or embarrassed and they don't trust themselves. So then they'll drop down and not talk at all. So people don't know what they're feeling or thinking. Okay. Now, what happens is, they can go to the other extreme. Again, They people disrespected them, they dishonored them. So two things will happen. They will just be the explosion of the volcano and just give Mm it to them. Mm-hmm. Or they'll still tell them they're an idiot under their breath and they still don't know what they're thinking <laughs> or feeling. And then they'll go and they'll disconnect and they may come back three days later and then express to you because they needed to think about that or feel how that felt for a few days. And you already moved on. And I don't know if you and if your audience ever know anybody like that or they're, they're, or they're the same. So those are the three traits of the saboteur. Now, those traits can be placed in the other areas. So if someone who is a, um, a communicator-dominant trait is a person who has no problem communicating. A person who is a dominant director is very structured. You know, don't don't color outside my, my, my lines or I'm going to mm-hmm. kick your butt. Okay? <laughs> uh, or they're the supplier dominants, which are they're charismatic, you know, they're very uh, partiers, but they can, they can take for themselves with no problem. So, depending on where they are in the sequence, well, depending on the seesaw of where they're at
0: mm-hmm. super fascinating now, you mentioned at the beginning of explaining those three inner saboteurs that this comes out because we're um we're making sure that we're safe, that we're looking after ourselves. So, I guess my question is is if we take i'm going to put this in you know if we take the antidote which is what you help people do. Does this bring up other things? Like how how do we still feel safe so that the other inner saboteurs don't sort of come in to make sure we're okay?
1: So here's the thing. You ever see the domino masters where they push the one domino and it goes uh-huh.
0: straight?
1: The last I one. I love it. And it's so say,
0: awesome. <laughs> I know, really? It's good. They, they have a
1: new uh, and, and I don't know if they have it by you, but by us, there's there's a there's um uh, actually show called the domino masters. Oh, and then cool. they' say, yeah, let's say balloons are released. Uh-huh. Well what's the last thing you see? The balloons, right? huh so That's your that's your imposter syndrome. That's your anxiety, your depression, your overthinking, your overfeeling. It's all the things you feel what? Last. So uh-huh. what do we do? We take our Coke methods and do what? We put them on the balloons, not the one domino that started it all. Mm-hmm. So what's easier to hold down the balloons to stop pushing them on domino mm-hmm.
0: and the domino
1: is your saboteur. And we prove to you that when you push your saboteur, you could go so anger, crying, detach, whatever. So we look at the anger, we look at the detachment, and then we have the people, hey, coach and all that, help me with the balloons instead of this. So mm-hmm. we're able to help you to focus on this instead of that. And your saboteur creates all of your negative emotions, every one of them. So it's not really to focus on all this. There's only one thing for you to focus on.
0: Wow. That's it.
1: And when you push down the saboteur, it goes down the road of frustration. But when you push the antidote, which is the exact opposite to the saboteur, we actually prove to you that it's impossible to sabotage yourself. And therefore, you go down the road of inspiration and motivation because it's everlasting.
0: Love it so much. Love it so much. What is an example of someone that is a communicator that you've worked with? Um, Obviously, we don't want to know details, but just what was it that, or how was it playing out in their life? And what was the outcome afterwards?
1: So let me, so since you brought up a communicator, it's sparked me, Um, Not the client, but the client's son. So I was Uh doing a workshop. I do a workshop uh, also. I show them how the the management as well as the um, employees subconsciously sabotage the business. By the way, those of you who are business owners, your own business has its own inborn sabotage and trade antidote. So we show you how you and your staff actually use your saboteur to enhance the business's saboteur. And when you use your antidote to the business antidote, it's like a battle of success that kicks in. So he comes to me during the during the workshop and says, "You know, my son's always upstairs playing video games. You can't get him downstairs or interact with the family. Any suggestions?" So I asked him a few questions, ascertained his son's sequence. Once I understood that, and then I also knew the father's sequence. I told him, "Do this, this, and this." Calls me about a week later. And goes, "My son's downstairs playing with the." um, with everybody, it's, they're in, he's interacting. And then two months later, their relationship really grew tremendously because the father realized he was the one pushing his son back into mm. the room. His mm. son was a communicator saboteur, doesn't like to be uh, embarrassed or stupid. So his father was making fun of him. That's how he grew up. Mm-hmm. Right, But once he understood what he was doing, he shifted his communication with his son, which then allowed his son to come in and then realized his father did honor and respected him that he was busting his chops because this is how it was. But once he shifted, and then he realized that he was doing the same thing in his business. And then when he knew each and every one of his uh, his staff, he now knew how to support them in the way they needed to be supported, not in the way he thought they needed Which is really how he needed to be. The relationship grew, customers grew, and his business grew. So you have to realize your professional and your business and your personal life are one. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: when you use your saboteur, both are affected at the exact same time. Mm. And when you use your, your, use your antidote, both are affected at the exact same time. So when you use your antidote, certain things can be taken care of immediately. Other things which have been you know <laughs> a little deeper into challenges may take some time. But as you start changing your own inner being, your outside world changes. See, the person you can't stand on the outside of you is just a part of you that you can't stand. They're just showing up to show you because your outer world is all you.
0: And as Mm. soon as you
1: change you by shifting your your saboteur to your antidote, your vibration changes. So, therefore, two things happen. That person will leave or they'll change to stay in your world.
0: That is such a powerful story, so powerful. You know, that that literally creating happy families changes the world because all of a sudden, if all of us were more at peace, happier, it's just, could you imagine what would happen on the across the world if all of us knew how to do that?
1: And that's my why. Mm. I was given something very powerful. If, if somebody wants to know something totally different that they never heard before, this is what we have. No one else is teaching this. And I was given this, and I feel compelled. I mean, this has been 30 years that I've been working with this, that now I want to help over uh, a billion people. And that's how I want to impact those people. And this is why we're doing what we're doing. And this is why I get up at five in the morning. This is my why. I mm. really want to help people. Because I've had, you know, I had a client one time call me and said, we're calling the lawyer tomorrow, the divorce lawyer. We're we getting a divorce. And I said, give me a month. Within one month, they're, they're still married after it's wow. been eight months. But what was happening is I was showing them they weren't hating each other. They just were protecting themselves from each other. And mm. then you add a son in and then you add a daughter in and then the whole c- complexity, but it's not complexity. It's really simple. This is why mm-hmm. it takes me 30 years to say it can't be this simple. Cause I went out to try to disprove it and I couldn't over mm-hmm. thousands mm-hmm. of people over 30 years. And once they understood like, like the mother was a supplier, uh, Dom, I was a supplier saboteur and the son was a director saboteur. Mm-hmm. Now, she was a dominant communicator, which she would, you know, she would scream, get up. Now, I told her, he's a director saboteur. You don't do that. He will never get up and you will get an ulcer. Mm-hmm. You need to do this, this, and this. One of the things will go there and you have to keep on him as a director. Because his, and then also, you know, being a functional medicine practitioner, I make sure that my clients are going to functional medicine docs in order to find out maybe there is a, um, a vitamin or you know other defic- deficiencies that are not allowing the brain to work, especially direct the mm-hmm. So once she understood that, her stress level in the morning dropped tremendously. I've had kids ask the mother, who are you? Where is my mother? Why aren't you screaming at me? <laughs> <Right? laughs> you, know, you know, So they really picked their battles and knew that this is what the person is. This is who they are. I need to help them unfold them instead of trying to mold them in the way i would do it which is not the way they would need to do it unless you have the same sequence does that help to it really certainly does clear it?
0: absolutely and and before we move on because we've been tr- talking about these i'm interested in the supplier saboteur because i could see that this would be a major problem for people that were in business And that were potentially, you know, oversupplying, not getting sales, and then, you know, going on this spiral. So, can you share uh, some sort of case study or story around this one?
1: Absolutely. So, we had a supplier saboteur. So, do you ever know anybody that overly talks and they actually talk themselves out of a sale? Have you Mm -hmm. known any salespeople like that?
0: Oh my God! So many.
1: Right, so I usually ask, you know, sales managers, what do you would you what kind of training would you give them? What's the usual answer? Communication skills, mm-hmm. and I go, no, they're great communicators. That's their superpower. The reason why they're over the communicating, so let's say they're a supplier saboteur they don't feel valued so they have to now over communicate and give things away in order to feel value mm. if they're a director saboteur they're scattered they're all over the place need to be focused on doing other things i tell them to do that's why they over communicate and go here and then there you ever tell somebody like that and then all of a sudden they're here and you're like where are you going with this because they don't know <laughs> what the hell they're going with it uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, as soon as they use their antidote their communication instant. I had a person, same sequence. Within two weeks, she made $84,000 in sales because she realized she she was just over-dumping, giving so much that if they actually hired her, they would be even more overwhelmed. And that's Mm. what their their story was. We had a doc who was a director saboteur, same thing. He had less than 30% closing rates Within two weeks, he went to 100%. I didn't believe it. I had, I wanted to show him, show me the proof because I didn't believe it. Uh-huh. And Within two weeks, because he then realized he was over giving information, even though he was a director, a director. He was just giving too much detail. He was overthinking it and people didn't know what the hell he was talking about. So, and then he increases sales, you know, his, his income, like I think it was 64.2% within that month. So when you don't sell, when you don't close, it's actually your saboteur that stops you because it's actually more painful to close that person than if you did on a subconscious level. So that's why I have an explosive sales blueprint. Uh, set, uh, have them say yes before the sale because before you ask for the sale because we have a six step system that we use from that that blueprint. But then we show them that whole situation as well as some other three steps that I've never heard any other salesperson do that really kind of solidifies to help them get to where they need to be before they talk to the person. So so we can help increase people's closing rates by 82.3%. So imagine going from 10% to 20%. What would that Mm. do? Imagine, Mm -hmm. we just had a person, we have a, I have a course called Transcendence 201. It's my business course, three months. Within three weeks, she just told me this, within three weeks, she went from 12% to 50%. And she tripled her income from the month prior within three weeks of selling because it was easier for her to make more sense. It was a nice system for them to do it. So once you're, that's why the first course is about you. Can't talk about anything else besides you. And one of the things that, remember that one thing that said, you're not being taught something. What was frustrating for me was that I had, you know, I, I was taught by Robbins and Roe and Zig and all the greats, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And had all their cassette tape programs. Remember cassette tapes? That's yeah. how far back I'm going. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: oh, no, I definitely <laughs> do. I was I, a dance I teacher. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> I remember eight tracks, but so that's a whole different tape. So, <laughs> And I realized the reason why I wasn't successful, because I was using all their great information, but they were generic to me because then I was using them on my dominant and my media traits because that was subconsciously easier. And just like a, a blind squirrel will find a nut once in a while, It would hit my antidote, and then I would be successful. But because I didn't know how I became successful, I couldn't sustain it, and then I would drop. And there was the seesaw constantly going back of being successful and losing it, being successful and losing it. We had a vet who did five tours, and he was taking our course. Within the first week, I said, look, take the antidote to your psychologist. Because the psychologist was basically focusing on the dominant and the mediator trait." As soon as he they started doing that within two weeks, they saw a major shift in him that something happened in five years old is why he went to war. So wow. it was like a major shift. So these are the kind of results that we look, we have with our clients because we're getting down to the core of who you are. Not here, not this one, not that domino, this domino.
0: Mm, the very first one. I'm thinking about. Coaches and how they can use this, not just for themselves, for their inner saboteur, but once someone understands this process, are they able to actually help their clients? Because as coaches, we all have clients that don't implement or, you know, they sabotage themselves. Are we able to not use it because that sounds manipulative, but are we able to utilize these skills that we've got once we know ours to help our clients?
1: Yeah, we actually teach during the process, you get something out of that where you can now start to understand not only your family or everybody else, but your client. So imagine knowing a potential client saboteur. You'll know the resistance. So we teach you how to understand that and how to guide them into the product and service if it's right for them, right? You had mm. mentioned manipulation, right? Yeah, Karma's yeah, a bitch, yeah. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> exactly. you can use it to, to bring it to that so that you understand where they're at. And that's why people's uh, closing rates skyrocket. When you're looking at a client and you're banging your head against the wall going, why aren't you doing what I'm doing? There are many times where I've talked to clients and I say, they're a director saboteur. Can you see that? Ah, what do I do? Okay, Mm -hmm. well, you do this and this, and because you're this antidote, you need to do this and this. So we dive deeper that into our courses so people are then able to understand and then help themselves and help others. But yeah, we you'll hear a lot of times on our uh, group sessions where someone will go, hey, look, I'm having a hard time with this client. What do I do? Or why did I break up? You know, this person's got to be, I got to break up this person. How do I do it? And we kind of like help them go through it. Why did you first bring them into your life in the first place? Mm. Did you actually experience why? You know, I tell people all the time, if it wasn't your ex, it would be somebody else with the same sequence Mm. that you needed at that moment. I did the same thing. When I realized that it allowed me to release a lot of stuff because it was me. It's a two-way street bringing uh, bringing her in, and she brought me in to help us to have that experience because there's, there's nothing that we here to learn we're here to experience that's mm-hmm. all so with that once you understand this this information i have a lot of coaches that are clients and they just help not only help themselves but they can also help their clients great question
0: ah oh, mind blown i'm loving this so much so i believe that you have a some sort of quiz that people can do to discover what that number one inner saboteur is, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that and where people can go to to do that quiz and get the results for themselves?
1: No, not kidding. So uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? I've nope. <laughs> done it. it. <laughs> I don't think I'm that special.
1: <laughs> so uh, they can go to uh, Sab Quiz, S-A-B, short for sabotage sabquiz.com. It's a nine question quiz. It's not 186 quiz, uh, question quiz. In nine questions, in about a minute, you'll get your inborn sabotage trait and its antidote for free. And by understanding this, you'll see how that shifts. Now, of course, the antidote and everything else goes much, much deeper. We've had people go, well, I just, I was just looking at the antidote. It was working somewhat, but now I'm taking a course and now I'm really blown away. I say, yeah, because we're just giving you the tip. Why do I just give you the tip of the iceberg? Because I've given more and we confuse the hell out of people because mm-hmm. this is totally new. They're, it's not like I can go back and say, oh, remember this person said this and we were taught all this, but it's in a, such a different way. So we then give the people in the five weeks so they can really understand this and make the breakthroughs. And that's why we have a 100% money back guarantee. And no one really asks for their money back because everybody makes a major breakthrough their first or second week. That's why we mm. wait for the second week to do so.
0: Mm, love it so much. I went and did the quiz um, after we first met and it blew me away. I was like, wow, I feel like you're just looking at a crystal ball uh, or into a crystal ball and telling me some stuff. And I was like, uh, yep, that, that would be it. Um, yeah. And I think it's yeah. really important to remember that we're all human and that it doesn't matter where we are in our journey. These things still come to, to play. They come to play in our lives, so it's definitely yeah. worth going and and jumping in that quiz and discovering, I guess, so that you can unpeel the next layer of the onion that we are.
1: If I may to tell you two stories. So mm-hmm. the first story was a coach that uh, took the course. She didn't have a great relationship with her husband. Within the five weeks, the relationship really grew because not only did she understand her sequence, she understood his, but mm-hmm. he never knew she was taking the course. Mm-hmm. So we teach people how to shift others by shifting themselves. Mm-hmm. And the other one was I was um, I used to. Uh, so I, I was at a, a particular function and I met somebody who had their wife with them. Within five minutes, she turns and goes, was he in our hotel room? Because he told her exactly how we were fighting. Because depending on the sequence, once I know your sequence, I don't even have to meet you. If you had a significant other, I can ask you a couple of questions, ascertain their sequence, and then I'll tell you how you two interact and never ask you a question because that's how much of a science we have. We'll tell you what's happening, what's going on. And that's why I can get to the core very quickly as soon as I know that sequence. And so can you, once you know your sequence, then you can understand not only you, but your spouse, your children. If you have three children, now you'll know how to um, uh, how to bring them up in three different ways if they have different sequences.
0: Mm. Wow, love it so much! If there was one thing that you'd like to leave our listeners with today, what would it be?
1: I would tell them it's okay. Just everybody, just say it's okay. Say it three times, it's, just, it's okay. Two, realize there is nothing wrong with you. You're just in protection. And ask yourself this question as you're going through stress, why am I protecting myself? It's a really powerful sentence. And then imagine knowing why. And then now you have the antidote. You actually have a way to switch it off instantly, immediately, so that you can go down the road that you want to go down instead of the other one that's trying to show you what you've been doing to yourself. And those are the, I would like to leave those with them.
0: Love it. Dr. Philip Agrios, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I had a blast. I hope your audience uh, took away some things so they can help them immediately.
0: Absolutely.